Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling all right. And what's going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to a very special episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not so mean fluff mask supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I don't bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies. Started off with that Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy. Way down yonder on that Chattahoochee, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? We have that Duke of the Dead, that Dean of the Deceased, Lord Scubacaba host, with the ghost, Mr. Steve Vasquez. Hola, mi amigos. In a very sexy hat, I may add. And you know him as that killing machine. He is our beloved meat mountain, and boy, is it meaty. Mr. Bobby Amone. Good evening, the show. Welcome to the shit show. Today is August 14th, 2023. And well, we have a uh, wet, we have a wet, wet, wet episode today. Well, we're talking fucking Friday part eight. Jason takes a boat ride. Nope. Jason goes to Manhattan. That's right. Jason takes Vancouver. That's right. Jason goes and sees the big city for about a whopping five minutes, to which we are going to discuss. But first... Before we do that, we're going to do what we always do, and that's right. Let's talk about what the fuck we did in the past weekend. So, uh, Steve, Steve, you up to it today, buddy? Yeah, buddy, let's do this. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, ahora es el momento de tu rebanada de vida. Yeah. In English, your slice of life. Yeah, brody. I forgot you were throwing that at us today. Yeah. I liked it. I was just like, what the fuck is he saying? I'm like, I don't speak Spanish. You are about to, motherfucker. Uh, Rich, yeah, you know. Um, Chad, Daddy, how the hell you been, buddy? Not too bad. You know, work, work, work. Uh, Thankfully, I work four 10-hour days a week. So Fridays are optional for me. If I want to go and do overtime, I can. So I decided not to because the wife and kids came back from Ocean City on that day. Nice. Nice. So I got a lot of work done around the house. I fixed a leak that's been under my bath kitchen sink that's been bothering me for the longest time. It's it go it, it varies from like a would vary from like a slow leak to like a kind of a bad leak. And it turns out what happened was the plumber when he installed the uh, the trap under the sink, and I think I remember him saying this before that he wasn't sure if he got the right nut on each end. Turns out he didn't. So I fixed that. You didn't get that back. nut. I did not. <laughs> I did. But no, I did get that fixed. Uh, let's see what else did I do. Mowed the yard, you know, typical yard work, housework, and then spent some time with the wife and kids. You know, didn't really do much because didn't really much to do. You know, they just got back from vacation. They just kind of wanted to relax, chill. Uh, did I watch any movies this weekend? Yeah, yeah you, did. you watched this. I watched this. Uh, I think that's all <laughs> I watched. You know, played. Oh. If you remember, I started playing the uh, Ezio trilogy, the Assassin's Creed trilogy. Yes, nice. yes, yes, yes. I finally got through uh, Assassin's Creed 2 and just started Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is the second part of the trilogy. And it is 
the graphics are leaps and bounds better than what was on the very dated PS2, PS3 graphics. So if you if you guys you know if you want to play it, it does get better. Nice. Yo, man. You remember? Do you remember when that PS3 first dropped and we got oh, yeah. all those games? The graphics were amazing. It was like, mind blowing at how great they were. What was uh? What was it? Heavenly Sword. Mm-hmm. Man, I just remember just being blown away with that game, dude, on PS3 drop. Like it was just fantastic. But anyway, sorry, Chad just took me back to like 07. Like yeah, hard I, actually, I actually got a PS3 as almost kind of a mistake. Because I went through, I went through Rena Center, right? Okay. And I, I went down and I grabbed a, a Nintendo Wii because I wanted to get a Wii. Yeah. Took it home, started to hook it up, and noticed all the fucking wires had been completely chewed through. What? Somebody had used it before, took it back, and their pet must have chewed the wires. So I took it back. I said, yeah, I just got this home. Took it out of the box and everything. And the wires were all chewed up. And they're like, well... Fortunately, we don't have any more Wii's, but we can set you up the PlayStation 3 for the same price, and we'll get you a free game rental out of it, too. All right, Fuck yeah. It, Hell yeah. Yeah, so that's how I got my PS3. You know what's awesome is I got a, I got the Wii when it first came out, and my roommate got the PS3, and then we already had a 360, so we had, like, the trifecta, dude. But, yeah, that was a... That was a hell of a November, man, with the PS3 and fucking the Wii drop and that. No, that was, man, I have some stories. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, not much else is new here. Um, I'm tired as fuck because I didn't get much sleep last night. So, uh, Scuba Steve, back to you, brother. Hey, all I did was work all weekend long. We really didn't do anything too spectacular that I can think about. Um, what did we do this weekend? Oh, I went to go watch Ninja Turtles this weekend. Ooh, how was it? I, I went. I did not like it. it really? Ooh, I, okay. Okay. Give the me. animation was kind of weird. I was hoping it was a little bit closer to the animation and, you know, with Spider-Verse. It, it's like watching a moving painting. And it's just. Oh, it, yeah, so it's, it's more like a motion comic. Yes. And, and some at some points, too, they look very claymation like like it just it didn't it didn't like work well animation. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just didn't do claymation would have been cool. And the turtles were cool. Don't get me wrong. The, you know, the, the, the seeing the boys as actual teenagers and the way knowing being around teenagers now through my job, they acted the way teenage boys would act. You know what I mean? So I give it to them for that. But they completely fucked Splinter over in this fucking movie. What? what do you mean? How did like, how did Splinter train the boys to be ninjas? Well, I guess it depends on what variation you're talking about. But let's either way, go. He, let's go either the, way, he he studied it prior. Okay. Long story short, right? Splinter is just a plain old New York rat. He taught the boys martial arts because he tried to take them surface side when they were super little. And the humans turned on him, so he's been cowering in the sewers, and he what? taught them how, he taught them how to defend themselves by watching martial arts movies. Fuck off! That is Fuck how they off. learned. That is how they learned ninja moves in this version of Ninja Turtles. I tried to talk, and my mic was muted. I started to say the R word, but I, you know, what? it's probably best that it was muted. <laughs> Yeah, so it was Todd muted Chad on. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I muted it when I grabbed my no, I computer. Nice pants, by the way. I like. 
Thanks. And yeah, so it was colorful. just kind of, it was kind of all over the place, man. I, and I understand this is a movie for kids. This is not a movie Where? for, this is not a movie for us. The way they talk is but very TikTok. But 1989 was for kids. No, I know, I know, but it's very TikTok. We were different kids though, I guess. But yes, that, we were. What pisses me off is everybody says, oh, it's not for you. It's for kids. No, fuck that. It should be for fucking everybody. It should be for everybody. Yeah. And it would have been great if they'd, have, if they'd have made it for everybody. I mean, there's so much source material that they could have used. And what I'm disappointed in is majority of the people that were in this movie grew mm-hmm. up with the Ninja Turtles. Turtles. The writer, the, the director, they, they're around our yep. age. Yeah, so, one man to blame, bro. Seth, Seth Rogen. <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry, I hate I, to throw him under the bus, but you know what, man? It was very well. literally the name that is tied to this movie yeah. and for the reason it was done and everything else i just can't get over the really shitty animation no and you know what i thought i was gonna be able to get over it because i enjoyed spider-verse it's worse than spider-verse like it just like like i was telling the guys before you jump back in it was like watching a moving painting like it looks like it didn't like it's like a mixture between watercolor and claymation and then a lot of the the character designs i hated like gingus frog gingus frog was always this big frog humanoid not a sweet mustache not so in this, he's a little miniature frog. He's just it looks like it looks like the original Genghis Frog's head hopping around on two legs. Now Genghis was the one with the three other brothers, right? There was yeah, the four Rasputin, frog. It was yeah, Rasputin. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah it was the guys, four yeah. Attila and yeah. Napoleon? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. So they made Bebop and Rocksteady good guys by the end of the yeah, movie. I heard that. Yeah, by the end of the movie, everybody except for Superfly was a good guy and living with the turtles in the sewers and that is so stupid the the worst part the worst part for me Mm. the worst part for me was at the end of the movie when the turtles go to high school oh god they go to a legit fucking high school and are students in the high school and they already greenlit a sequel in a tv series for this shit hold on here's my hopes here's my hopes I'm hoping that Splinter lied to the boys about everything because at the very, very end in the mid credits, you do see Shredder overlooking New York City. Spoiler alert, but not really because it's don't go watch it anyways. It's not that good. You see you do see a, a, a back shot of Shredder standing there looking at the city. One of the scientists from uh, TCRI hires him to hunt down the turtles essentially um so i'm hoping that what they do is they uh, no I'm, so i'm hoping that they backtrack it and the reason that he said yes was because he knows that splinter's there and there's the whole tie into the foot clan and all that bullshit and they make it right because this was fucking utter trash Man, I really wanted to see it. Now you just totally like, yeah, it was like it was what I wanted to so bad. And even the whole Baxter Stockman thing, like Baxter Stockman was cool. But they killed him off in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. And <laughs> like I said, I don't give a fuck. I know. I just, fine, fine. But it just it, it, it didn't work, man. It, it, they tried to. And I'm not saying keep the turtles in the 90s. I'm not. You know, like I said, I love the fact that the turtles were actually teenage boys that talked like the kids you would see on fucking TikTok. They talk like my students talk. You know, I love that. I love that they were actual teenagers. There was just certain things that just did not fly. 
So that was my weekend. I bitched about the movie the whole time. <laughs> my son was I'm like, just, "I'm just thrown off that like they learned fucking ninja moves from a jazzercise video, dude. Like what the fuck? Yeah, they watched they watched martial arts movies, and that is how they learned. And Splinter no, learned at the same time. That doesn't work because then the all of us would fucking have black belts. Yeah, yeah. that is what, yeah. what the fuck? Ever yeah. How many of us were kids fucking watching movies, dude, doing the same fucking shit? And Splinter was. Splinter was what? such a coward in this movie, like legit scaredy cat of everything in this fucking movie. Like oh, he wasn't this by Jackie Chan. Who yeah, exactly. It, and that's fuck? I feel like it was wasted because they could have made him this wise martial arts master like he's always been. And they didn't. They just made him this cowering father figure wow. that. Bro, you just made out of the shadows like so much better. And I didn't even I was like. Yeah, on that like it's okay <laughs> and now i feel like i want to watch that just to get this taste out of my mouth yeah <laughs> yeah you didn't even see it. the movie i know that's just how <laughs> yeah. good good scoobs is for describing it and i you know and, and i don't want to ruin it for you guys but honestly save the money until it's streaming and then just watch it there because it's just not if you are a ninja turtles fan if you grew up with the ninja turtles it's just not it's not a good movie, it's man. Sad, man. It is. And I was excited for Bebop and Rocksteady. Like, they've always been my favorite villains. And they just made them good guys. And they were stupid. Which, I mean, they've always been stupid. But they were just... I don't know, man. The only and, time they should ever be good guys is when they both have a common enemy. Yeah. And then they have to work together. Because those situations have always been fun and shit like that. And it makes more sense. But... Well, they ended up turning on Superfly. That's what bonded them all together. But then at that point, they should have just ran off and done their own fucking thing instead of living in the sewers like one big happy fucking Brady Bunch. Because Splinter ends up hooking up with fucking uh, Scumbug. What? Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard for him to find a date. So he ends up fucking making out with Scumbug. And yeah, it was... it was So Scumbug's like now their mom. She's the mom figure. Yeah, and they made Scumbug a female at that. A female. Yeah. And Leatherface, Leatherhead is a fucking female also in this. Wow. That's my weekend. Bobby Man, if I had some sales, the wind just came out of those bitches, dude. Like <laughs> this this week, scuba ruins everything. No, you don't ruin anything, dude. Like I would say, if anything, thanks for the uh the heads up, dude. I have to say I'm happy to hear that because I just had a feeling it was gonna be absolute pure shit. And everybody's like, "Oh, it's gonna be fucking awesome! It's fucking awesome!" The animation is is it, it's it's mind blowing. Like, no, I thought it was gonna be good because we finally got different mutants on screen that were from the animated series. So I was like, "Oh, cool! We're gonna get these. We're gonna get these other mutants." Ray Fillet was really weird in this way. He just wanted to be a singer. That's all he wanted. He just wanted to be a singer. And I completely forgot this movie was even out. Man, I didn't saw ads everywhere. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like, I really wanted to see it just being a super dude, like cause the last I mean the last animated one of just TMNT, I fucking loved that. Yeah, it was good. Not a lot of people liked that one. It was I liked it. It was different, but I liked that it was different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they look a little bit more like frogs, but whatever. And at least it and it was in continuity with the live action movies. I know that was the coolest fucking part of it. Yep. Especially when you see all the shit at the end. The fucking helmet on the shelf, the samurai helmet and shit. Yep, the time chapter. Uh, that was yeah. the thing I noticed first, and then Splinter's on it. But uh, anyways, Bob, how the fuck have you been, brother? 
Oh, I'm good. Uh, my weekend was not, uh, you know, bombarded with a bad movie. I can certainly <laughs> say that. I'm just going to say it straight up. Uh, my weekend was bombarded with uh, me turning 30. I am now officially out of my 20s. Happy Woo! birthday, buddy. 30, 30, buddy. Thank 30, you. And 30. and I'm going to say this now. I don't really care what anyone says. I feel better at 30 than I actually did in most of my 20s. So. Good. For me, it's not like, oh, it's down here from here. I'm like, I don't know about you. I feel pretty good. I hope it's uphill all the way up. That's all I'm going to say for that now. It's very orange. But um, so Friday night, me and my girlfriend went out with a couple friends of ours, just had ourselves a little Italian dinner with some friends in Pennsylvania. And then we went and watched her friend's uh, band play for a little bit. Saturday was we went to the beach and then went birthday shopping at Scarecrow's in uh, Pennsylvania. And, um, yeah, I, I would show you what I bought, but it's in the other room. It's waiting to go on display. So, but I, I'll show some stuff next week. I bought myself some good stuff for my birthday. Nice. And then it was, it was a, basically was a chill weekend. Then we went to dinner again for my birthday. And then Sunday was, uh, we went ax throwing with my couple of my friends. And I then saw that dude. Oh dude. It was so much fun. I mean, I've done it a bunch of times. But it was, we literally had the whole place to ourselves, it was wonderful. Played like five or six games total for an hour. I've seen hatchet throwing. I've never seen full fucking axe throwing. No, 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 no. That was to take pictures. No, we were oh. not throwing full fledged axes. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, I feel like that's a workout, <laughs> dude. Like, you get like great to see, right? Like, you get five. I, mean, I would I do know. it if I was allowed. I would do. <laughs> if you were allowed, yeah, like everybody needs to stand behind the glass. Picture <laughs> Bobby with a big fucking battle axe chucking it at a target. Fucking <laughs> uh, But it was such a good time. And then we, uh, I literally had a, a pizza party at my house. I just had my pizza friends come party. over. Just had, had a whole shit ton of pizza. We played some card games. Had a nice ice cream cake that my girlfriend got for me. And that was it. It was. A lot going on this weekend, but it was also a chill weekend. Yeah, buddy. Tim met the leprechaun over the weekend. The leprechaun. Nice. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, he was scared. Get it out, guys. Stop, you're scaring me. If he ever comes to Mania, I will meet him. Oh, my God. Stop. Stop, you're scaring me. Who, Garth? <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> Bro, if Mike Myers and Dana Carvey ever did a con meetup, dude, like, I. Oh, would fly to wherever that would probably be. Yes, they don't get along too. anymore, though. So that's kind of an issue. Oh, no, I bet it's yes. politics. I think part of it, I, yeah, I could be big, way wrong. I know there's a whole story. I, from what I heard, they do kind of get along now, but maybe he, maybe Dana Carvey felt fucked over because they never they had to have been feuding before Austin Powers. I think he I think never part, brought him in there. I think a part of it is Dana Carvey wanted to be the bigger star. I think I that's that. I can see that he started before and shit. So, yeah, sorry, man. Master in Disguise just into it. Never watched it. I thought it was terrible. It was pretty bad. I never saw it either. Yep. But then again, you know, you have the love guru from Mike Myers. And as terrible as that is, I've never I watched will it. say I, I chuckled. I, watch it. I, I it, it's, it is the lowest brow of humor. Not. May I would say just a nut hair above Stan Helsing because it's obviously ew, that's, par- that's, it's, it's, it's not parody. That's not good company to keep. No, yeah, I know. That's, that's why I'm being honest. It's it, a- but it's clo- it's closer to like 
Austin Powers three where you're just kind of like, I'm done with this. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of like, like this feels dated and just doesn't work with the times. I really like, wish, I really wish we could get another Austin Powers, but that'll never happen. Justin Timberlake in it was fucking hilarious. Like that's the reason, honestly, to watch Dude, it. J- JT is legit a funny guy. I've seen him on. SNL. He is, yes. And that I think he played. He was like a hockey player, and he was called Jacques Lecoq something, and he had like this huge like <laughs> dick. So every time there was just scenes of him, like it would just like you'd hear it like hitting the fucking floor, and everybody would be like, <gasps> "Oh yeah. God!" Now I think it was basketball. That too, pretty much that scene, but just used a few times over. Oh, I fucking love that part. Anyways, but so it sounds like you had a good weekend, Bob. No I had a wonder. I had a wonderful money. weekend. Chilled out and just fucking had a good time. And then we sat down to watch uh, this. And I'll say it not so lovely Friday the Thirteenth, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you though. I'm gonna point out every flaw right when we get into it. But first, John, your weekend. Damn, I wish I had some popcorn. I'd sit back and watch this. Um. <laughs> so let's see what the fuck did i do this week oh so we took the kiddo to uh sky zone which is trampoline park if nobody knows or if you don't know it's uh it's pretty cool i was a little bit fluffy for trying to do the stuff like i could have but there was a lot of kids and i'm just like man i don't need to fuck it. like i can't control myself if i'm mid-air you know what i mean like if i'm on rollerblades or something like Still have some control, but aerial me, there's just nothing I can fucking do, right? I don't need to take out some kid. I'm just like, go ahead. Just pick, just flailing out of control in midair. Yeah, honestly, like if you think about it, like, dude, just with like how fucking big I am. I'd probably sink that bitch down, get some good spring, and be like, but I want to see that now. Well, like, yeah, so, like, they have, like, a couple areas that are, like, you know, the walls are all trampoline and just everything's trampolines. You can just run around. And there's another smaller section like that where you can do dodgeball. And then there's, like, a foam dump kit and then some, like, little obstacle course shit. So, anyway, she had some fun until she ended up getting hurt. But, you know, that's kind of what you knew it's going to happen. There's always a 50-50 with something fucking like that. And then uh, fucking went on, got some dinner. And just relax, dude. The wife and I actually picked up right after we came back from Mania um, Remnant 2, which if you homies have ever played the first one, which came out a few years ago, fantastic game. It's a three-player three-player, third-person shooter RPG. So like Destiny, but it's more it's way more like concrete story-based. And so the the standard edition was like 50 bucks and her and I do the game share, so it's one game for two of us so it's like okay cool and uh what's up gene how you doing i was waiting for you to stop so i could say gene was in the house no absolutely i saw that i was coming but no it was uh so her and i were playing that and then sunday fucking honestly sunday was just a relaxed day played some sea of thieves with the whole family and then fucking mk and then i watched this fucking movie man to which i'm ready to talk about now because yeah let's get into this going on too long so that would be part eight, Friday the 13th. Jason Takes Manhattan, which came out July 28th, 1989. This wasn't anybody's pick, but who haven't we heard from in a while? I don't uh, think Scoobs has done one for a while. Scoobs or Bob? One of you two. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll do this one. I don't really do it, so I'll do it. Go ahead, Bob. I like how Scoobs looked After at an- Bob, even. Like, it was like kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, your turn. I'll take it. <laughs> 
Uh, after an electrifying return from the bottom of his Crystal Lake grave, indestructible psycho slasher Jason Voorhees ships out to visit the Big Apple, <clears throat> Vancouver, and paints the town red. That's bullshit. <laughs> Allie. Um, yeah. Uh, high school senior Rennie Wickman is in for the ride of her life. Well, not really. And possibly her death. That's bullshit. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm done. I'm done. When she and her classmates take a graduation cruise bound for New York City, little do they know that crazed serial killer Jason is a stowaway who quickly transforms the teen-filled love boat celebration into the ultimate voyage of the damned. The Catholic love boat. Oh. <laughs> I was just thinking about that too. Oh my God. Only a few survivors reach New York where the bloody rampage spills into the gritty streets and subways of Manhattan. Bullshit. In a deadly game of hide-and-seek, leading to a toxic confrontation with Jason for the one <laughs> last final time. Yeah, okay. Directed by Rob Hedden, Heden, whatever, The Colony, Any Place But Home. Written by Rob Hedden, Knight Rider 2000, and Clockstoppers. I was about to read that. You were about to say Clockstoppers. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say Clockstoppers. Yo, man, Clockstoppers was an awesome movie, dude. I, I should have wanted that one. I've, 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 never, I've never seen it, so. It was a Nickelodeon movie, dude. It was like one of their first ones. I think it was like came out right after or before like Harriet the Spy. Ooh, all right. I'm, I'm going to have to go check that. I like a yeah, good Yeah, sorry. Weird movie. bank of Nickelodeon knowledge. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, produced by Randy Shovel Dave, close enough. Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation, The Tooth Fairy, starring Scuba. Ah. Oh yeah, no, I wish I was in this movie. Starring <laughs> Kane Hodder, Chillerama, Robin Hood, Ghosts of Sherwood as Jason Voorhees, Jensen Daggett, Project Alf, Major League, Back to the Miners as Rennie, Scott Reeves, Days of Our Lives, Nashville as Sean Robertson. Barbara Bingham, Death Mask, Beyond Darkness as Colleen Van Dusen. Peter Mark Richmond, Defenders of the Earth and the Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell yeah. of Fear, as Charles Mc... What the fuck? McCulloch. 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 V.C. Dupree, American Drive-In Martial Law as Julius Gall. Martin Cummins, Poltergeist, The Legacy, Riverdale, as Wayne Weber. Gordon Curry... The Terror Within 2, Puppet Master 4 and 5, as Miles Wolf. Kelly Hu, The Ooh. Scorpion King, X2, X-Men United, as Eva Watanabe. Charlene Martin, Mystery Date, Hoods, as Tamara Mason. Saffron Henderson, The Fly 2, Dragon Ball Z, as JJ. Yeah. Martin Munson, Big Trouble, Amityville Horror, The Evil Escapes, as Admiral Robertson, and the total body count is, drumroll please, the total body count for Jason Takes Manhattan is only 23. Only 23. Only, only 23. 23. Is it really? And that's yeah. including all like potential crew that we don't see killed, but we know are killed? Well, I didn't say anything about the crew because you never actually see the crew, but you know, there had to have at least been a chef. Um, it, it's actually explained in the deleted scenes that it was a skeleton crew. So there's probably maybe a chef and that was about, about everything we saw. And you know why I know there I was didn't... a chef? Was it the same reason you probably do? The hot plates of food? Fuck yeah, bro. There was shit yeah. on the hot plates. I was like, yo, yep. who made that? I was thinking that that whole scene, my fat ass was like, yo, what's under them covers? Same. <laughs> it's like, yo, what's going on in there? What was on the dinner? Hot turkey and gravy sandwich. And I did include the four, the four, what the fuck was that? I don't know. But I did Same. include the four teenagers that were uh, killed off screen when they drowned in the uh, 
disco room or something. Oh, oh! Right at the end, they were running like oh, yeah, no. yeah, because yeah, yeah. the teacher told him to wait there, and the next yep. thing you see yeah. is like it's all fucking underwater. That's true. All right. Yep. So uh, yeah, Chad, Eddie, go ahead. Music by Fred Molin, Spring Fever, The Outer Limits, cinematography by Brian England, Cheerleader Camp, which is a surprisingly good slasher, and Gate to the Trespassers. Edited by Steve Merkovich, one of my all-time favorite movies, Big Trouble in Little China. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And Con Shit. Yeah. I like Con <laughs> Air. Con Shit. No, uh, yeah. I haven't watched Con Air in probably 20 fucking years. I have now. never seen it the whole way through. <sighs> uh, I've I honestly don't know if I have even. <laughs> That's like The Rock. I've never seen the end to The Rock. It's okay, you just smell what he's cooking anyway at the end. Ooh, good one. Okay, uh, effects and makeup by Jim Gill, The Outing, and A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, distributed by Paramount Pictures, One t- runtime of 100 minutes, rated R, budget of 5.5 mil, and it grossed 14.3 mil. Alright, so it still made some money back. Still made some money, but it's the least successful. I was going to say the least successful one. Um, hmm. You know why? This is the same thing, although this took a lot shorter of time. But uh, 80s was pretty slasher-filled, as we all fucking know, man. I think people were just feeling fatigued at this point. And this was another year where we had Jason, Freddy, and Michael all releasing movies at the same time. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's just like how superhero shit feels now, man. Like, everybody just is fatigued, and you're like, okay, man. Like, you guys just pumped the numbers a little, pumped it a little too hard. So that's like that's, Blue Beetle coming out. And I'm like, that's still a thing. Like, I want to see it. I do. But I know it's going to tank. You yeah, know what I mean? Cause, like, Because it doesn't matter. Now. Nobody's going to care. Yeah. And, and I think that was the issue with Flash is that we know oh, I, it doesn't matter. So that's only a small issue. I still think a big issue was Ezra Miller. Yeah. I think that was more. the Which is unfortunate thing. because it wasn't a terrible movie. I enjoyed it. I still no, think because they could release back. They still. They still could have flipped around the end of that and still made it like work to go yeah. into the new. You know what I mean? Flash is the could one have, that's the most open to possibilities to still be. There could there. have been an explosion. He could have woken up, and it could have been Grant Gustin. Yeah, absolutely. That would have been bad. You're like, man, I had this dream where I was just fucking hideous as hell. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, all right, uh, let's generally right, well, discuss yes. this. So this all right, well, here's what uh, you go. Hold on, go, John. Hold on, hold on. Oh boy, we got cards, lists. Let's go. Let's go. Scoo- made got a list. whole list. Right, well, here, well, here, here, go first. All right, well, here's what I, here's what I'll say. Let's let's start with the negatives first. Go ahead. Well, Bobby. I'm not. What should a, we do with this? The, should we do the manager sandwich? Give let's it a do good, the manager bad, and then a good. So who's got a good? Uh, I have a good. I have a good. Go I'll ahead, start with the good. good. Yeah. My good is I loved the masked design of this Jason. I love the sliminess. I love, you know, he's been underwater for so long. The mask looks fucking dope. I love the, you know, just the way that his body looks waterlogged. Finally, after being underwater so long, this is the look that he should have had. Mm-hmm. Not so much when he takes the mask off, but we don't know if that goofy looking look that we get is what he actually looked like before she threw the toxic waste on him. Fair. So I've always wondered 
what did he look like before? What was the actual thing that the kids saw when he raised his mask? Because it wasn't that stupid little pumpkin smile thing. No. That scene is so, just so like Ninja Turtles to me, dude. I don't very, know why. Yeah. It just feels yeah. like Did that. You, but it just have you have does. you by chance watched the deleted scenes? No. No. Yes. It gets worse. Yeah, it was ten it, times. It was worse. worse because after she throws the toxic waste in his face and mm-hmm. it takes the mask off and it's burning, there is a fucking little child Jason that's like squirming around screaming for help in his fucking mouth. Yeah, that's that's when he's like throwing up that water. Yeah. It, so I have an explanation for that that we'll get to. But it, later it looks too. so bad. It okay. looked it was not convincing at all. So I'm going to take what Scoop said, and I'm going to flip it because I think this is possibly one of my hated worst like Jason looks because how did he regrow his skin and shit from part seven when he's been decomposing in that part the whole time? Because seven was such a cool fucking look, and then I feel like he just took it away from us. On top of that, this mask isn't even Jason's fucking mask. This is a recreation that some kid found. So why does it even have the fucking axe mark in the Mm. fucking forehead? How would they even know that? Pictures. From the newspaper. From the newspaper. You mean the pictures that someone took? Tommy just making these off the fucking side? Tommy's got to have a a job. Listen, if we're going to go with like Tommy started a mask making business and that's why he had one in part six. And now he's just selling them because he knows people fucking go nuts with a legend. Okay, cool. Still like, I don't know. The battle damage always bothered me because I'm like, how would they fucking know all that shit, dude? It should be like a clean hawk again, almost. One thing that that bothered me about this was his fucking fingertips. There was no makeup of the fingertips. It was just bare human fingertips under the gloves. I didn't pay attention. I I I feel like I was always looking at his forearms and just how like jizz covered they were. As soon as he climbed up the railing of the boat in the beginning, I saw that. I'm like, oh, there's his fingers. So... This also suffers from part seven issues where all the kills are fucking pull away for the most part. Yeah, but we at least we get blood yeah. in this one. We do get some blood. <clears throat> and I'm not saying like the lead up to the kills. Some of them weren't like intense. But, oh, you know, what? I will give you a good one. This is the one where we get on. Un- it's unofficial, but it is official. Like we- he has morph ability. Yes. Yeah, he has more full fucking like deadite move. Yep, and he's fucking. That's exactly why they put it in the game. One hundred percent supernatural. Like, and if anybody, there's a few scenes anybody I think could pull out, but the biggest one I'm going to pull rate is when he kills JJ because he she literally drops the fucking guitar, runs down that thing, and he's already at the bottom of that stairwell with said guitar to uh, slap same, her in the face. I'm same sure. With- same with with her uncle Charles when he runs from Jess. Yeah. Runs and he's upstairs. Up, yeah, like he fucking chucks him out. I was like, wait, how the hell did he get upstairs already? When he's looking back, and he's like, oh, you know, he's right behind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, he has that. That's literally what I thought of too. I thought of the video game sound. Like he was just like, like put himself right up there. <laughs> and I, I, I gotta say that leading into this movie, they did some really, really awesome promotions. Like they sold the hell out of this movie. And the best one was when uh, Kane Hodder went dressed in character on, on our show. 
never broke character, just sat there okay. and stared at Destiny the whole time. I think once he got up and went after him with the axe, it was look for it on YouTube. It's the best yes, thing. I remember seeing that I, when I, I was never seen it for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, so I'm going to give another bad. So he was underwater from the ship all the way to fucking New York. No issues. Made it to shore. Wasn't fucking freaking the fuck out. Nothing. But this wall of water comes rushing at him under the fucking sewer. And all of a sudden he turns back into an infant and he's like, mommy, don't let me drown. Like, what the fuck was that? Well, that was toxic waste. So when, Still, when he went back to New York, when, when they got to New York, was he just like holding on to the bottom of their boat? So he made it at the same time or is he out trudging at the bottom? Like, I thought he was just trudging at the bottom. That's what I always just like always. I didn't like, well, that's what I always did until my wife was just like, maybe he's holding on to the boat. And now I'm just like, oh, like, what if he was just holding on to the fucking boat? But that would lead to so many more questions of like, why he wouldn't like punch through. Yeah, he could have just killed them all. Yeah. He but killed why does he, the fucking... but why doesn't he kill any of the other fucking New Yorkers? Like, why is he exactly? And that's deadbeat fucking like that. What, I feel like he would murk everybody on that subway. But maybe that has to do with the Crystal Lake curse. They're maybe? from Crystal Lake. So. He has that urge to kill them and only them because he does kill what three three other people that are New Yorkers because he kills the two thugs he kills fucking Ken Kierzinger does in the he, fucking diner does he though because he just throws him against the wall and his shoulder hits the glass first so I don't yeah I don't really that count that as a kill I count that as a knockout which is bullshit because he, I think he played Jason in one scene too. Ken Kiersinger did. He played Jason in one scene, two. and that's how he got the fucking role in fucking Freddy two, versus Jason. Two scenes. I mean, he's a big out, walking, dude in that walking scene. Out of the, yeah, walking out of the subway car, and then he also got hit by the car because they didn't want Kane. And though, yeah, by the they, police, they didn't officer. want Kane yeah. to get hit by the car. Police car. Yeah. I um. I mean, there's good. There's definitely goods and bads in this flick. I, and the movie looks the cleanest it, out of all. Of it is. Feel. It does like, look the cleanest. That makes sense. But it just takes so long to get the fuck off the goddamn boat. Why like, does he go to the boat in the first place? Why does he kill those people? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this dinghy. I'm go going on a cruise. Fuck. Yeah. Why? He's just like, you know what? Fuck Crystal I think, Lake. I'm out. Again, I think it's the Crystal Lake curse. Like you said, he's after them. They're the last graduating class of Crystal Lake. And I think it has something to do with it. Mm, yeah, I guess. Because and and again, and watch the deleted scenes and explains a little bit more. Where the read, they're the last graduating class. The high school was shutting its doors. You know, they were. Oh, in. really? Yeah. Yeah. See, that would make more sense if they explained that. Like they were like, "Yo, yeah. this is actually the last, the last legitimate class that'll be coming through Crystal Lake." Like that would, yeah, like. Cause I don't know, just the tie that she saw him as a, when she was a kid. And like, that's the only kind of like tie that personally I could see, I guess besides that. So supposedly she has powers also. And I just found this out. What? What crazy I found powers this out over the weekend? No, no, no. She has, she, she's an empath. So she can sense Jason's inner child. And the only reason I found this out, I was scrolling through TikTok. And somebody was reading the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, the one that happens after the first, the first one. I forget what it's called. It's Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, and then it's got another. Yeah, title. it's. Uh, but it's got all the survivors in it from the other ones, the the Freddy movies and the fucking Jason movies, and and Rennie's in there, and 
they explain that she has this kind of empathic link to Jason. And that's why she was able to see him as a kid because she was sensing all of that bullshit that was still in him, that inner child that was still in him or some Man, shit. They should have never did psychic powers in part seven, dude. You just like tweak the whole, like I get that they tried going back a little bit, but here's another issue with that. And maybe you guys have it too. I, we saw three different variations of kid Jason. Yeah. There's yeah. And I didn't non, like non like fucked up form and then like midway fucked up form and then completely like the, like what we would expect to see. Yeah. And I didn't understand why was he fully like, why did he have hair and he just looked like a normal kid at the end? Like that didn't make any sense to me at all. He should have been. I still say that. I still say Jason. that didn't happen. That was still her hallucinating again. But he was looking, but he looked too. Like, what's his name? Uh, right. Well, we don't know what he was. He was just probably looking at a melted Jason. He was staring down at her shirt. Right. Yo, so there's another thing, man. Like, I feel if, during that scene when she got booted up with fucking heroin or whatever the hell she had, she would have had a way harder fucking time doing everything she was doing. <laughs> that was definitely heroin. But, like, I'm just saying, like, imagine never. Just putting yourself in the shoes of never having done a drug like that, and now you're running around a city you don't know, being stalked by a fucking killer you can't kill. Like, yeah. I feel like that girl should have had way more freakout sessions, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it, this isn't Terrifier where she would have like came into her own or some bullshit. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, drugs would have been the you know, superpower. No, like this would have been a bad time. <laughs> and I did. So, what? Another thing that always got, bugged me was that. Brody. Yeah, she, Brody, I thought the same shit. I'm like, ooh, she just got the hit. <laughs> like, there's no way she didn't get the hit from that needle. Um, but, you know, I, I, w I always saw this. Why wouldn't anybody find it suspicious that there's this fucking masked hockey dude walking down the streets of New York? The cops didn't fucking think anything of it. Like, no, nobody fucking said anything until I went to New York. And now I understand that it's just everyday shit, don't bro. They don't give a fuck. And this was 80s New York, dude. So that was even when it was dirtier. Like yeah. it was like top grunge. Or uh yeah. So Bob, you've been holding steady for a minute, man. I feel like you just been bursting at the bubble. Bye, go on. Go ahead, man. Go nuts. All right. Well, I'm just gonna go pure continuity to start. Like, okay, I understand this look of Jason. Yes, people like it. Here's my fucking problem. I mean, you said it already, John. But we got him decayed, waterlogged, bones showing, looking angry in the last movie. Here, Puffball, look like this. What the f Who said to the makeup artist, do your thing? Don't pay attention to the last movie. That was no do good. We thing, want that. This was hard. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I mean, I, I like the look to I'll straight up say it's horrible. It's not okay, scary. If, okay, if, if that... If that continuity bothers you, just wait until we get to the next one. <laughs> yeah, no shit. See, I'm not gonna lie, man. Well, like that's where we get I mean, walking tumor, Jason. We're gonna have to discuss it more when obviously. Well, now see, nine still feels more like a Freddy versus Jason, where it feels just standalone to me. Yeah, more than very standalone. X. Like X feels more in the continuity of like, okay, I could still see that existing in the like we just skip nine, you know. <laughs> But I don't know. We'll get there. But my, but there's a lot of other th but there's a lot of other things that this movie bothers. Because while I was watching this, I'm just like this. I'm like, I'm not 
I'm not into this right now. First of all, also, you guys also left this out. Crystal Lake is a lake. It's not a waterway. Where the fuck do they come from Crystal Lake to fucking Manhattan? Maybe it was a neighboring lake. Well, or neighboring waterway. But then it's not Crystal Lake. Why couldn't it be? Crystal Lake's here. There's a neighboring waterway. Because, well, here it be. If, if So say in the beginning, those two kids get killed. They're in Crystal Lake because you see the camp. Right. Where the hell did that boat get from there to lock system, bro? What are you talking about, man? You live in Jersey. I'm in New York. We have locks and channels everywhere. I could fucking bro. There is ways to where I could get my ass from to where I live to New York City on boat. It would be possible. Woo! We got Chad Daddy in the yellow. But but what I'm getting at is this is never ever mentioned in any other movie, like a million other things that are never mentioned in any other movie, which is fine. But it's just like, I'm sorry, I don't care what anyone says, there's a waterway. I don't think if it's a lake, there's no waterway big enough for that boat, meaning the boat that we all of a sudden see appear that just got killed the night before to appear where it was. No, I feel like that boat would be honestly like. That would be one that would be at a, um, like a boatyard, dude. You know what I mean? Like you're not. Yeah, because it's not a giant cruise ship, right? Like that's no, 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 no. I'm not. No, no, no. no. Not that boat. You're talking about the first one that he drove. Yeah, the white one. Yeah, that's still like not that big of a boat to have on a smaller, like man-made lake, dude. Or let alone a channel system. I'm gonna say this. I'm not buying that because a lake is also nine times out of ten usually not having a waterway that big to something else. At that point, it would be a river, or it would be um, what do you call it? Like um, I forget what the fuck they call it. But you know, that just doesn't make like sense. A channel. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like, dude, it, like it, it, I don't know, man. I live right here in the Finger Lakes, bro, and every lake is connected by channels and riverways, so you could get to any which way. And I can get out of state completely through the riverways and channels. Well, so that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm, like, I don't feel like it's not that feasible, dude. I feel like it'd be pretty actually easy. Well, I feel for this one, it's it just doesn't make sense to me. And I will stand by that. Two, you know what doesn't make sense to me before you go to your number two? Where the fuck was the dog supposed to piss and shit? My wife asked that. She's like, why are you bringing a dog on a cruise? Where is he going to go to the bathroom? And I was like, I have never thought about that. In the fucking thirty years I've watched this movie, I literally wrote that down. That was one of my one of my icks about this movie. Where was the puppy supposed to pee and poo? I mean, clearly he's going on the deck, and you're just cleaning it. But ew, like, <laughs> all right, Bobby, give us your number two. Well, my other number two literally goes to the kills. I I say we have two good ones. The rest of them are very mediocre. And and we say there's blood in this. I'm like. There's a lot less blood if you really pay attention than you really think there is. The other, the, the you know, it's there's no real blood when he shoves the rock in his chest until after, and it's not that much when it should be a lot more. Oh, that would still burn so bad. It would burn. It cauterized. It cauterized the wound. Lucky That's yeah, why there wasn't that much blood. And there's then there's no. Fire and... You get like the blood from the two in the beginning. I don't know. This, the, these kills are just so underwhelming to me. Did anybody notice that when he threw that one kid into the fucking little area under the deck, 
where it fucking caught the boat on fire or whatever when the fire started. Yeah. The kid was already on fucking fire yeah, he, before yeah. he fucking hit the thing. Wait, where was this? Uh, the kid with the video camera when he dies. Oh. When Jason throws yeah, him, yeah. he was already on fire yeah. before he ever hit the fucking thing. <sighs> That's one where it's like, man, as a kid, I used to love those kills. And as an adult, I fucking hate them because they're so cheap. Because yeah. it's just like, no, man, you want to just be able to throw somebody into a panel and everything would go to fucking shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's some fucking. Yeah. That's no, some, like that... 1950s bullshit, dude, that they were still just like, yeah, we're going to rock with it because it works. But this movie is just so underwhelming to me anymore. Like, I. <sighs> Stupid continuity. It, it had a lot also, of potential. The, 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 yeah, and also the streets of New York or the sewers of New York to not fill with toxic waste. Where that really ever came from, I will never understand. It's an urban legend, Bob. They were they were playing Dude, off of urban legend. You know legend. what, man? I feel like most people in the 80s would have easily believed that New York City's sewer system was... I know I did. I was like, yeah, I dude, believe that's it. believable. Like, Just like there's New- gators in there, too. It's New York City, man. It's disgusting. Like, they would they don't care <laughs> uh, the giant sewer rats i mean there's just toxic ways chilling in alleyways bro that like he's just drowning people in so uh, i will I say mean, guys, jason did have his hero moment where he killed the druggy rapist so that's uh, why this yeah, this was, is the disney this is the disney friday the 13th for that reason. like he definitely yeah because yeah he would have he would have punched through both of them like that's yeah. what i'm saying dude he would have pulled apart that, nine that's we're that's just another ah, part like that's another problem that I have is like, wait a minute, you put a needle through him and that needle somehow grows like three feet to go through. His yeah, body. but that needle, that needle was literally pointless at that. It was just a punch through the fucking like his whole that's what body. I, but it's so I would have loved to. I've, I would have rather have seen his hand come through with the needle still through. And it's like, oh, so that did kill him. But and she would have been dead. That was his golden opportunity. And I feel like she would have been way more fucked up that whole time, dude. That too. Yeah. Like she would have, she would have not been able to get up. Like she seemed very like, there was like one moment where she kind of was like, Oh, and like that was, and then she like ran it off. And I was like, not for nothing, man. I definitely have had my fair share of party in times, but somebody just booted me up with fucking heroin or something, dude. Like I now pretty sure I'd be having a bad time. But yeah, or no, you'd this, be like, this... like if it was a comedy or a parody, it would be the opposite, dude. And she'd be like super fucking heightened because of the drugs, and that way it could fight Jason. But like fucking crank, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> fucking perfect. You need to fuck yeah. in front of all these Chinese people. God. But I mean, I, I honestly don't really have much more to say about this movie other than it's stale for me, which is why it is very stale. Which is why when we get to the next one. I will, I will have more to talk about because just in general, but this movie is just, it's stale. Like <laughs> no disrespect to the people that made it. I know you were trying to do what you could, but clearly someone was just like, no, you really can't do all this <laughs> shit. You're just going to have to make it like this. And it, it turned out mediocre at best. Very, very. <laughs> As a kid, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie a lot. As an adult, not so much. Not, I, I, and it just it doesn't there's just not enough going on for this to be an awesome friday the 13th movie you were on a ship in the middle of nowhere with jason fucking Voorhees, and he 
would have slaughtered that entire f- within hours of being on there, you know? Not even hours. The ship is not even that big. He could have done it in 20 minutes. Yeah. They also I mean, that like, look a lot that's how you know so. Jason likes to fuck with his victims, man. It's not just about like, it's not about the numbers game. Like it is with the numbers with him, but he's always, Jason's always got to have that set up, man. He's always got to have that ambiance or he's like, oh, look, I killed your friends. You know what I mean? I mean, he did it with his fucking, uh, what's his name, right? With his head in the police car. Yes, he did. He did. Like yeah. that was a perfect fucking setup, Ripped. dude. Rip Julius, rip. The Yo, only man to ever go toe to toe with Jason Voorhees. First of all, that scene deserve that dude deserves so much more credit because I don't know when his knuckles busted against Jason's mask, but you definitely know they did. Yeah, because there's no way you're punching that probably without four five, probably four or five punches in his knuckles are easily, bro. Dude, and like, he was hitting him fucking hard. Yeah, because they're all those, say, those are all real too. Which I'm just like. You know he's got the mask on. Why are you trying to punch the mask, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously it was a cool looking scene, but oh, shit made my fucking hands hurt. Yeah, no. But also, uh, I say that not one character for me is really likable to a full extent in this movie. Everybody's like, yeah, you could all, you could all die. Honestly. I feel like JJ was, and they killed her fucking first off. It was sucked. Cause she seemed like the yes. sweet friend that actually kind of liked the dude who actually just liked the bitch. She was, but it never went anywhere because she died right away. And she was, <laughs> she was rather cute too. Fucking right, man. She had that Joan Jet thing going on, and she's Gohan. That too. She is Gohan. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there. She peed in Krillin's mouth, dude. I was. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, I was looking over the cast. I'm like, Saffron Henderson. Like, I know that name from somewhere. And I'm sitting there looking at some Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, wait, who's she voice? I'm like, oh my God, it's Gohan. Obviously, little kid Gohan. Well, yeah. But fuck yeah, bro. That's awesome. No, I mean, you know what, Bob? You're not wrong. There's not a very likable character. Even the mom, or not the mom, what, the teacher. that other teacher, which is like her other guardian, I think, or whatever. I think it was just her mentor uh, yeah i think she's no. just a mentor okay like she was sweet and nice but you never really felt like i don't know like she was dead you're just like oh damn yeah like, like she when, didn't even when freak out. she was just like that was her only trip she was like oh my god she died i'm gonna stare in this oil and trip balls and then she fucking did <laughs> no but why didn't anybody fucking try to help her out of the goddamn car like what the fuck because they were just like yeah no and then she, she gave up actually and she then they're like run. far away from the car and they're like oh mrs whatever the fuck her name is boom <laughs> yeah they were way the fuck out of there before they've been like that's when you just start throwing people out you know what i mean like yeah get as far as you can but like a, a, i don't have a lot to say about this movie i had a lot to say about the last one i'll have a lot to say about the next one uh, yeah that's it i just wish we got an outside shot of when she was tripping into the oil of them just watching yeah, her staring and, and they're just... like yo yo what are you doing what are you do? come on we gotta fucking go you've been, you've been sitting that. here for five minutes staring yeah. at that puddle jason is after <laughs> us and we have taken way too long of a fucking breather here let's go yeah i don't know and then even like i, uh... I don't know to make the the uncle an asshole 
they were just like, oh, he shoved her in to help her learn swimming. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that is an old school mentality of certain things. But mm-hmm. a lot of times trial by fire works quite well. And I was just like, oh, man, he's just teaching the John Wayne style, bro. Like, that's fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, your kid doesn't know how to swim yet. Hold on. <laughs> Fucking he'll learn. He'll <laughs> learn today, pilgrim. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I did. And you know what? He he honestly wasn't that douchey because even like the girl that was trying to like come on to him. He's like, what do you know? What are you doing? Stop. Like, but he still went with him. Yeah. Listen, his it. two heads were arguing. If there was an inner monologue scene right there, this would have been a fucking. And you know, yeah, she would have failed her biology. Angel on the... Yeah, she would. She would have failed her biology test. Let me tell you why. Did you notice where the heart was drawn on the body? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was not in the right spot. It was on the wrong fucking spot. Well, she wasn't trying to get a uh, an A. I think she was just trying to get a passing grade. She was trying, to get, she was trying to get the D. D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little D minus. Oh shit. You know, and the whole the whole uncle thing, him throwing her in the lake, whatever. That's cool in a normal setting. But you literally fucking just said you need to learn how to swim because that Jason, that Voorhees boy, didn't oh, fucking I'm not saying he, he didn't died. do it in a douchebag <laughs> fucking manner. <laughs> I'm just scaring the shit out of her. And he's like, all right, here we go. Woo! Now, yeah, I know Jason will get you. Now I know that this Jason guy is really real because he's killed a fuck ton of people at this point. But you know what? I'm gonna throw you in the lake where he lives. See, and if he gets you, he gets you. Yeah. Rich, Rich is feeling it right now because he got the treatment <laughs> back in his day. But did your dad tell you Jason Voorhees drowned in that lake? <laughs> he no, he told him to lock him. I mean, was down let's be honest. As like fucked that. up as it is, that would definitely make you not want to like drown or like fucking go you know, away from the surface at all i've only ever been in a lake one time my entire life yeah i went to i went to manchester tennessee and we went and we were boating out on the lake they were pulling us on a fucking tube i was terrified okay i flew off the fucking tube and i'm just floating there in the middle of the goddamn lake waiting for them to come back Jostine and as i'm floating there mm-hmm. no 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 as i'm floating there <laughs> do i think fuck jason Voorhees is gonna get me no, I start thinking about Lake Placid and how the giant crocodile is about to swim up and fucking eat my ass. Oh, uh, see, I think of Jaws. I'm like, yo, there's a giant shark <laughs> down there. It's going to be No, wait, 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 wait. Because this could go either way, depending on how you mean eat your ass. Well, <laughs> it wasn't going to be in a pleasurable way. <laughs> I got to point make out, sure. I got to point out, Rich said, I got tossed in any body of water. Now, all I could think of is they'd be anywhere. And dad's like, so can you swim yet? He sees a puddle, just throws a ah! <laughs> swim, <laughs> damn it. Swim. The uncle full Frankenstein, the girl pushing her in like that. Hey, dude, he <laughs> yeet the child. Yeet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I mean, like I said, dude, I think aesthetically, though, this movie, I like the intro. I like the intro to New York. It's kind of weird that they give you all the scenes that you're going to literally see later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, all right. Like, how long were those kids sitting out there listening to the fucking music? Yeah, sir. A long oh time. They're bums, dude. They got nothing else to do better than fucking 18 or uh, 18 year old kids in New York City. So, it is like maybe not the first, like the first time going through because you don't know where you're going to end up at the end. So, you're like, oh, cool, New York City. But then obviously, like, 
every time you see this, you're just like, why does it show me where everything's going to end right here? Like, that's the only shots they got. And they're like, all right, we need to take B shots and A shots here. Like, <laughs> fucking get that B roll, baby. Um, Chad, daddy. Now you said you had some positives. Now, is there anything that we, did we hit everything that maybe you wanted to say? Is there anything extra you wanted to add to that? I think you guys hit it pretty well. All right. That's what she said. Ooh. She did. Hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of any other positives. Jesse's mom. Yeah. Has got hmm. it going on. Damn it. That's what I started singing <laughs> in my head too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if we are kind of in that weird limbo, I'm going to pull in the DKB. And see Let's see. I, oh, I want to hear I this. I want to hear this. How do you fucking do to there, folks? It's your DKB here back for another episode of Gordon Moore. And this week, I'm here to talk to you about Friday the 13th. Jason takes man motherfucking Hatton. Yeah, good old part eight, hey? Fucking, um, I love this film. I fucking love this film. Very nostalgic to me. So I'm going to be very biased in this one. Um, uh, let me just start off by saying why it's very nostalgic to me. And that is mainly for the fact that this was the very first Friday the 13th film that I've seen. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in my part five review. It was either part five or this one, but I'm thinking more so I was gravitating towards part eight as my very first Friday the 13th film. Uh, I remember walking into Family Video Land. That's what it was called back in the day. A 10 year old kid that had the permission to borrow out any film that he wanted to, obviously not porn, although the porn section was in the horror section, which I am going to be <laughs> leading up to that with my story. So I used to go into the horror section, and I used to sit there, grab the videos off the ground, sit there with my legs crossed, look at all the artwork, and just stare at it. And uh, I would pick on, because I'd only have a certain little bit amount of money, you know, I'd have like maybe six bucks. So I was able to get a $4 rental and a $1 or two of the $1, whatever the fuck it was. So it was really hard to choose a um, horror film, mainly due to the fact that the artwork, I've seen part eight there. I looked at it, I looked at the back. I was like, holy fuck, this looks fucking fantastic. I'm sitting there looking at all these videos around me. Uh, a couple comes in pretending to look at the horror section because they're very awkward that I'm sitting there looking at the fucking horror shit and then they sort of gravitate slowly towards the porn uh quickly get what they're getting and then quickly fuck off yeah it was very awkward now that i look back on it but at the time it uh never really fucking fazed me because yeah i had all this fantastic horror art vhs cover in front of me and yeah so this poster for this uh definitely caught my attention so yeah i I led with this one and i've been in love with the franchise ever since because of this film so yeah, not saying that this film is perfect by any means, it's definitely weird, wacky and fun in so many fucking ways, but it has some major plot holes throughout the storytelling and visual storytelling as well. I mean, one scene, Jason looks like a normal kid, the next minute he's got no fucking hair, and then a scene after that, later on down the track, he's got fucking strands of hair with a googly eye hanging out of his fucking head, so <laughs> make your goddamn mind up in which Jason you want to roll with and just go from there. I will say there's a couple of cool things with some of the cinematography, how Jason, well, some of the shots... Um, Chad will probably explain it in his notes, but how they're able to film some of the stuff where Jason's actually in the windows, how they're able to use the camera and turn it upside down in certain shots and that. Um, but, like, with a Friday the 13th film like this, so far down in the franchise, um, it's something a little bit different. I mean, he gets on a boat and then he ends up in fucking Vancouver slash Manhattan or whatever the fuck yeah. you want to call it. But having this film so far down in the franchise, I'm just really there for fucking Jason and the kills alone at this stage. So I don't really give two fucks about the story because it's kind of the same old shit by this stage. Like I said in my last review of part seven. So anywho, still a fucking fun movie to me. Uh, 
I like that he's on the boat and this shit happens on the boat, whatever, but I think the film, for me, gets better as he gets off and he's killing homeless people. The boxer, the fight scene between him and the boxer was actually really cool. There's a cool shot there where he punches the head off the boxer and the cinematography does this really cool shot that's from the POV from the head rolling off the roof. I thought that was done pretty cool. Um, I actually really like the look of Jason in this film. I'm probably only one of few that really do, and I... Do not give a fuck to admit it. I really enjoyed the look of the mask and the way he's all slimy and shit. Um, yeah, I think that's really cool stuff. That's that's just me for me personally. So, yeah. Yes, I really enjoy this film. I really do. So, the kills in this film, I think personally are fucking great. I mean, we get a guitar kill. That's cool. Uh, not to mention Jason teleporting in this film and then killing people. Fucking I thought right. that was actually pretty cool, even though it doesn't make any fucking sense half the time. Um <laughs> Because he's not really, I mean, you could sort of say he's got supernatural elements about him, but he's more so a zombie, so he's not really a fucking ghost. I, yeah, so that's, that's what I mean. There's just shit that don't make sense, but when it plays in on the screen, I thought it was cool. Uh, we get a bit of glass to some Sheila's face. Uh, like I mentioned, the boxing scene. Um, there's one scene in this film that I felt that was really creepy to me as a kid, and that's after he gets the toxic waste thrown on him and his mask comes off. It's not the screaming, that stupid screaming bit, uh, it's more so that Jason sways side to side as he's melting away down in the tunnels. For some reason, I felt just creeped out by it. it just looks creepy, uh, especially those um, very long-distant wide shots of him and the victims down there trying to get out. It was just some tension. I, I, I think it was more so the tension, how they try and climb up the ladder and, you know, he grabs their legs and all that sort of shit. You know, you just see how close they were to becoming victims of Jason. So... Yeah, um, yeah, it's good stuff for me personally. But I, I, I got to give a huge shout out to the teaser trailer. That's cool. But there's one fucking poster that I love. It's like I Heart New York. That is such a fucking cool yeah, poster. It's probably man. the best poster out of the whole entire yep. franchise for promoting a film like this. It's actually one of the posters that I wish I had and I need fucking pronto just I have. it's just so clever clever to marketing behind this it's just a shame that we never got the original script played out on screen for us but obviously chad will go into that a little bit more with money issues behind this or maybe the producers were just not giving a fuck at this uh stage with the franchise but yeah all in all i am a huge fan of this film and i ain't afraid to fucking admit that and i know a lot of people out there are probably thinking i'm an idiot and that's okay but yeah, this film for me, Mad Nostalgia, like I said, it was my introduction into the Friday the 13th franchise to Jason, and I, I just remember I was creeped out by some scenes, so anywho, this is your DKB, giving it a Gormore score, going to be very biased here, I'm going to give it a 4 point, oh fuck, I want to give it a 4.4, but I'll, I'll give it a 4.2, I feel that's fair, uh, 4.2 for me this week. So anyway, this is DKB signing out. I hope you gentlemen have a good evening, and I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about this film. So cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Doppelganger Kanga Vanga. Started off with a 4.2. That was great. Here is the best part of the whole movie. The poster that got banned. You know what? I'm not going to disagree. And I got it signed by good old Kane Hodder himself. That is actually not the poster that got banned. The poster that got banned had blood on the knife. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, it's a reprise. Either way. Yeah. But that one that one did get banned as well, but the the re, the blood one was first and they're like, "Nope, get rid of it." Either way, 
I 100% agree with Brody that I feel like that poster, like that poster was the one that always sold me on this movie. Yeah. Because it looked cool as fuck. I always remember seeing that at the fucking video store back in the day. You also get that nice. I wish. I wish Scream Factory would have included that on the B side. Yes. Flip case. Yes. That would have been dope. Like you did with some of the others. That would have been dope. No, so uh, yeah, Brody set the bar pretty high with a 4.2. Um, but you know what, man? We all we all like our Jason movies regardless of what everybody else says. Yeah, and like I said, I like so. this because I also have nostalgic reasons for what, for really enjoying it because when it first came out on video... I sat around all day waiting outside the local convenience store because they were the only people in town that had it, waiting for it to be returned so I could rent it. And I just kept going in, checking on it. And they're like, nope, not here yet. Nope, not here yet. The poor people working there must have been getting so pissed off at 13-year-old me. Hmm. All right. So Gene is also going in the four and a half, and Rich is going 2.9. We'll see where all of the, uh, the four of us end up at the end of this shit. But, uh... <laughs> Bob you might know, be the low scare, but we'll you know another, th- another thing about this is it kind of pisses me off that this is the only Jason that we've never gotten any figure for in any way, shape, or form. No, really? and NECA needs to get their asses. NECA on. never did a part eight. Nope. nope they everything is up to part seven, and then they have the remake and Freddy versus Jason. They still need part say, eight. I have part nine. They need part eight, part nine, and X. But Ooh. part nine and X, they have been done. Um, yes, th- but yeah, yeah, a proper. I think it was, was it Sideshow Toys. Or but was it X? Was it was, X it was Uber no, or it, was he no, pre-Uber? All right, so it was Uber. Here, okay, X, so. we got Uber in the Movie Maniacs line. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, we get pre-Uber. I think Sideshow, they used to do like thir- 12 or 13 inch dolls. And there yes. was a pre-Uber. I love X pre-Uber style, dude. Pre-Uber style. I would love. I would love an ultimate from them for him. We also got uh, Mezco did the part nine. Mm-hmm. All right, and then uh, they also did it's a not side a good show figure, that though. too. So no, no they, part eight. Interesting. We we need an ultimate part eight and nine for like All sure. Right. Please, Neca, so, listen to us. Sorry, it's, it's, it's not up to Neca at this point, really. I mean, it is, but it isn't. You still got to go through the fucking license. Yep. Yeah. Well, they could get away with. So, what would it come with? Fire like axe, being... guitar. I ha- I feel like it would have to. Heroin needle. Julius's needle. head. Heroin yeah. needle. I don't know about that one. That'd Maybe. be a hard. That would be a. Hard... I could see Julius's head for sure. I can't see them doing the the the, the needle. I, I. Or would they just give you random little boy Jason to go with it too? Oh, they could also give him the um. <laughs> the fucking the. NECA is the toy company. Yes, the right. gun. The uh, his, the fucking spear gun. Oh, you know what? When I was a little kid, that intro scene when he like stabbed the boyfriend, you thought I always was... thought his intestines, dude. So did always I. when I was a little kid, I was like, and then I remember watching yeah, it as an adult, and I was like, I, I could see why I thought that, but clearly not. <laughs> clearly, it's the rubber band. Fucking. <sighs> or he says a barrel of. Waste. Oh yeah, a barrel of waste. Ooh. Yeah. So. All right. Is there anything else we want to discuss on this movie, or do we want to? Uh, are we ready to Let's hand it? Uh, spread the cheeks. All right, spread them cheeks. Spread yeah, those right. toxic waste cheeks. So we'll start off. Kane Hodder says that one of the most fun parts of his tenure as Jason were the scenes in Times Square. He said that spectators were lined up and down the block watching the filming, and he didn't All want right. to take off the mask to destroy their illusion of Jason. 
He said every once in a while he'd turn his head and look at them and watch them all go crazy. I bet, dude. I, mean, I bet that yeah, shit he was, was, he was like that up. Oh, Gene, dude, this Jason versus Toxie would be an would yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be Jason versus Turtles. Bro, Turtles would have to win. But I feel like Toxie would also have to win in that fight too, almost. I don't know. I just realized I forgot something downstairs. So uh, according to an interview in Fangoria magazine, August of 89, Kane Hodder vomited on cue in the final scene after drinking several pitchers of water. This was not a special effect. And I actually have that fucking issue. So, and it's so downstairs. I. And I was going to I was going to bring it up here. So that was actually yeah. like him just throwing up on fucking yep. camera up on command. <laughs> oh, it's he, so gross. He likes to talk about it because he could do it like all the he could literally do it on cue. And he didn't even have to like finger down his throat, dude. Like, nope. how did he get to? How did he discover this fucking talent of being able to fucking? Oh. Yeah, you co- you drink a couple pitchers of water. I think your body is just going to naturally want to puke it back up. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. that's true. It'd have been funnier if he tried to do the gallon of milk challenge like that. Oh. Would be to do <laughs> fucking milk everywhere. Ugh. Okay, so we already talked about Ken Kersinger. Uh, Rob Hedden originally wrote more of the movie to be set in New York. He written scenes at Madison Square Garden, the Brooklyn Bridge, Statue of Liberty, and the Empire State Building, but Paramount told him that the budget would not allow him to spend that much time in New York, so he was forced to rewrite the film and spend more time on the cruise ship. Uh, he says he also agrees with fans who complain that not enough time is spent in New York, given the title. No shit. <laughs> you know what would have been a cool kill? Him throwing somebody off the Empire State Building? And then him morphing down before they fucking hit the ground. Okay, that would actually be funny to see. I feel like they could have did like... I don't know. They could have just did a little... Like maybe he didn't have to have more locations, but I feel like he should have just been murking a few more people along the way. I feel like that that entire subway car should have been slaughtered. I feel like that... Right, that should have been Predator 2. You know what I mean? Like, that should have been that fucking scene, but with Jason. And it even would have been pre-Predator, too, which is even better. So, uh, but yeah, it's just like, I feel that's what it is, man. Like, you get to New York, but not enough happens in New York. So it feels like New York just goes super fast, which still kind of does. But It's it's like the uh, the Simpsons episode when they bring in Poochie. Itchy and Scratch around the way to the fireworks uh, factory. Oh yeah, <laughs> they never got to the oh, fireworks man. factory. Oh Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh. Anyway, in the original script, when Jason makes it to the dock, a dog starts barking at him, and he kicked it. Kane, who's playing <laughs> Jason, felt that kicking the dog was going too far, so the scene was dropped. I actually would have. Jason with kick that. a dog? I don't. Think no. I don't think. No, I agree with that one. Myers would. Jason. Oh, yeah, Myers eats yeah, but doesn't we got a dead dog in number two, right? No, 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 no. That dog was not. It was no. Uh, it wasn't the dog that everybody thought was dead, but we still saw a dead dog. Oh yeah, no, you're right. We did. So yeah, I'm but still... we never seen Jason kill it. Homie, dude, he Could've was a crazy in the woods. Could have been crazy rough for all we know. Yeah. There's another thing we need to talk about. Why do we have to have another fucking crazy Ralph archetype in this, dude? This voyage is doomed. Okay, so Shut the fuck up. 
there is a fucking deleted scene which shows the original way the boxer was killed. Originally, he was stabbed mm-hmm. in each eye with uh, darts. The dart. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the scene has like the crazy rough guy. He's just stumbling around, drunk off his ass. He he's so drunk he falls down a flight of stairs. And as he's at the bottom, the boxer falls down the opposite side because like two sets of stairs coming to a landing. Boxer falls down the opposite side, and then he rolls over and you see the darts you know sticking out of his eyes. But just just watching him drunk and stumbling around and falling down the stairs is so comical. That sounds like part six, Crazy Ralph. Yeah, pretty like, much. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, sorry, Chad. Daddy. Go ahead. Okay, so in the scene where Jason reaches through the porthole and grabs Rennie, Jensen Daggett yes. is reportedly really terrified. Her face was just inches from a very large and very sharp piece of glass that had become stuck in the window frame, and Kane Hodder was unknowingly pulling her towards it. I, I, I could see that. Yeah. Damn. That would have been bad. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's get that. Let's get that. Uh, so Charlene Martin, the girl that played the blonde, initially expressed discomfort at being filmed nude for a shower scene. Spurred to Eddie's, the director borrowed a page from theater and film lore and stripped down fully nude and walked into the shower himself to illustrate how easy it was. Unfortunately, he didn't realize the camera was rolling the whole time. Yeah. When producers watched the dailies the next morning. They were very confused as to why the director was standing completely nude in a shower talking to one of his young actresses. Martin said the director's act helped her lose her inhibitions and film her shower and death scene fully nude, but the only ones who saw her naked were Kane Hodder and the crew. None of her private parts were shown on screen, just her back and her side. There's one shot of her character's butt, and that was a naked stunt performer, not the actress. So when you see her fully frontal... Stunt butt! Yep. But the director did not go stunt cock. No. He went no, he full. No stunt, stunt cock. That was he went real. full. I am Sancho. <laughs> all right so we need to make a show for this network just so we can review orgasmo just for the fuck yes of it, for the love of fucking just for, Christ, let's, oh well, let's just do it yeah. you one. do the gore one-offs dude and fucking it's not even yes we have to. i don't know if we're doing that we we should do basketball as well i, I mean that's fine but i feel like orgasmo came first but up bum literally so, yeah. <laughs> so it, you're gonna make me curve and i'm gonna kick your bed you you ever you guys, that's what my wife used to always tell people she looked like online. Oh, God. <laughs> like, because, man, like, you have a... Listen, like, Jen's been... Jen and I have been together for a long time, so, like, we used to both have, like, 360s and shit. And you remember how fucking, like, Modern Warfare 2 lobbies are and shit like that, right, bro? That's, like, the Those fucking... good old days, yeah, bro. That's the wild fucking West, man. There was no fucking <laughs> kids, party chat, kids bro. Today Everyone was gay. Not, Everyone was gay. They would not... <laughs> fucking last these kids would get so hurt oh in my those god fucking lobbies, bro. bro the fact yeah the fact that people just like report other people for just like gameplay now it's like bro yeah we would have hurt your feelings man we hurt you know how many times i fucked your mom? parents feel it <laughs> oh my god this is gonna be a crazy sidebar i don't try to go too long my buddy that was the best is my buddy brandon somehow got this kid's mom to actually come on and then he just started giving it to Oh, fucking her! And My then her Mikey husband the got shit. on, and oh, then he's like, "What? What the fuck are you gonna do, you fucking Mike Jockey?" And it, oh, bro, we were just fucking dying in the fucking. <laughs> but anyways, going back to that, yeah. So all these dudes, we used to be like, <coughs> would play, and Jen would all of a sudden be like, "Yo, there's 
there's somebody here in the left and then there'd be like four dudes oh there's a girl in the party what girl girl yeah it really is like the seagulls in fucking uh cars or whatever the fuck oh yeah (laughs) one time i was playing the friday the 13th game and and we're just in the lobby waiting and there's me a couple of guys and there's this one girl there and she was british nice and so the guys are like Say something. Say, say something. And she's like, "What? Like, just, just, just. I don't know. Just, just say the, the just mention, just call out all the the Harry Potter books." So she's sitting there saying, what? and I'm like, "Really? You could get her to say anything you want, and you ask her to say the titles of the Harry Potter books? They just need her to speak, so they're like, ah, basically, yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> she used to be like, they'd be like, "Yo, what do you look like?" They're like, "You want it?" They're like, "Have you ever seen her?" She literally be like, "Have you ever seen Orgasmo?" And they'd be like, "No." She's like. Look up T-Rex from Orgasmo. She's like, that's pretty much what I look like. <laughs> then you would hear like, ah! Like, that's great. Fucking <laughs> A, bro. Back in the day. Anyways, sorry it's for that side. Bar. Of, of all the female leads, only Jensen Daggett was one of the one of the few actors actually a teenager and was 19 years old at the time of shooting. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. That's uncalled for for the 80s. If you wanted to be 18, you clearly had to be 24. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fucking A. What else we got, homie? You're a little muffled there. Yeah, I didn't hear you. The original posters for the film feature, there you go. feature Jason ripping through an I Love New York poster. In the first poster, Jason is holding a bloody knife, which was cleaned in the second poster for fear the blood was too graphic. However, both posters were dropped following a complaint from the New York Tourism Committee. Oh my God! Fuck oh, off! Damn. And yes, Gene Cannibal the musical is awesome. Have you boys ever seen that? Have not. Dude, Trey Park, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone's like fucking first. I think it's their first movie. I don't want to say that out loud if I'm wrong, but it's ridiculous, and it's a musical. It's like it's not like super dirty for like where they went with orgasmo and everything it's a lot cleaner but it's still like that just ridiculous weird like funny south park humor but fucking a anyways okay writing director rob hedden wanted to portray jason Voorhees. Voorhees is more of a supernatural spiritual entity rather than just a walking corpse rennie's visions were more than her, just her own hallucinations because her dog Toby saw one of them earlier on in the film. That's right. Toby did see the fucking... I mean, but dogs I forgot can see, like... Dogs. You know, dogs can see other shit. And everything. Yeah, that's true that they can. I just took it as, like, that kind of shit. And the dog was smart enough to be like, I'm out! Fuck this. Yep, see you later. You're fucked in the head. Yeah, he bounced. I like that he showed up right at the end, though. Like, he ditched all the shit, and then he came back. He's like, ah, right, cool. He's like, I was just fu- cool. He's like, I was actually just fucking this bitch over in the alley. <laughs> and I'm not even dog being style. degrading because it's dogs. <laughs> Mr. Beefy. <laughs> fucking A, bro. Who Scoob's got the deep yawn. Tired. Sorry, right. I can say I can tell, buddy. According to the DVD commentary from Crystal Lake Memories, Lee Coleman was the original actor playing Sean Robertson. A couple of weeks later, after filming had started, he was let go because, according to the producers, he came off as gay in the dailies and had no romantic chemistry with the female lead. So Scott Reeves was hired to replace him and reshoot all of the scenes that Lee had played. Wow. You know what, son? You're a bit too gay for this. Boy, that's a hell of a way to go. Just not really selling it. Hey, that would suck if he really wasn't gay, though. 
Like if he was, okay, like yeah, I am. You know what I mean? But if he's not, it's like, oh. Wildly effeminate heterosexual. Ah, uh, you ever see that? You ever see this? Wildly no. effeminate heterosexual. No. <laughs> it's old. What is S- that from? It's old. It's old. SNL, SNL, right? Yeah, it's Dana Carvey. Yeah. I'll have to look those up. Oh, oh. God, it's, it's so funny because, like, even his wife thinks he's gay and he gets him like a male stripper. <laughs> I feel like maybe I have seen that. <laughs> I've never seen it. Like his wife and kids all think he's was gay. Was this around the same time as like Ambiguous Gay Duo? Oh, this is way before. Way before that? Ah. The Ambiguous Gay Duo. Yeah, that's going to be stuck in your head now for a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're ambiguously close in an ambiguous way. <laughs> uh, of all the Friday the 13th films released by Paramount in the 80s, Amy Still and Jensen Daggett, who play lead female roles, were two of the youngest at the time of filming. Amy was 20 years old during the shooting of Part 2 while Jensen was 19 following part eight, making her the youngest actress to play a lead female role of all the Friday 13th films. Wow. Every time you keep saying Jensen, I feel like you're going to say Ackles. Ackles. Yeah. Just like, I, I expect it. And you just throw me a curveball every time. <laughs> ah, what else we got? Chad, anything else good or. Okay. Let's see. Da-da-da. I'm tasty nugs. So let's get into the okay. So the original scripted ending featured Jason being completely melted by toxic waste and his soul finally being released. But the studio changed it so that if there was a chance of a sequel, they didn't write themselves into a corner. Well, they fucking wrote themselves into a corner, anyways. How the fuck they're gonna ex- like? <sighs> what was with the lightning at the end? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just a supernatural thing. Yeah, that was very interesting. Because yeah, Child's was... Play did it, bro, and it was cool. So we and then Jason did it, it made no sense. So we needed to do it again. I don't know, man. I just took it as, like, because he is this weird, like, force of nature that finally essentially got taken out. So, I don't know. Essentially. How did he get back to Crystal Lake? Didn't they explain that in... Uh, Jason versus uh, Leatherface the comic series. Actually, they did. That was yes, they did. That was, that was different. He was he. It, it said, how "Oh, that's because it. Crystal Lake got flushed out, right?" Yeah, yeah. First, that's how yeah. that's how he ended up in Texas. Like he just, he just walked back from Texas. See, it would have made like somehow it would have made sense if like he got flushed from this down like there. Like I guess not that that would still actually make sense, yeah would have. I mean, well, it's about the same thing, but it's just like, I don't know, like to have that continuation, I'd be like, all right, cool. Ambiguous. Okay, let's get, into some of, let's get into some of the deleted scenes. So deleted scenes, Jim's death was much gorier. Jim was the uh, second in command on the ship. Uh, originally, okay. Jason shoves the entire spear gun through his stomach, then rips it out, causing Jim's intestines to slide out along with a large amount of blood. Mm. Susie, the first girl, her death was disturbingly gruesome. Jason shoves the spear through her stomach and twists it nonstop. There were close-up shots of Susie's mouth gurgling blood and blood rapidly oozing from the spear wound. Uh, JJ's death was an alternate shot. In the original shot, we actually see Jason smashing JJ's head with the guitar. What the fuck? Why do they always do this? Tamara's death in the original print was completely different. Originally, Jason repeatedly stabs her with a mirror shard and a shower while she's completely nude. Blood rapidly oozes from her stab wounds, and Jason keeps stabbing nonstop. Later on, when Eva finds Tamara's corpse, the original shot was one featuring Tamara's fully nude body with dozens of shards of glass protruding from it. Um, Fuck yeah. You can see that. You can see that in the deleted scenes. It's literally the same shot we see, but it's 
the one that's uh, in the movie is zoomed in. You can yeah. see it shows her back and there's like half a dozen shards of glass sticking out of it. That sounds fucking gnarly as hell. What the what? shit? Ah. I already mentioned the boxer's original death. The scene where the captain gets his neck sliced by Jason's Bowie knife was shot five different ways. The director's desire was a shot of a huge gash wound spurting blood, but the MPAA made him choose the least gory shot, which is what appears in the final cut of the movie. Yeah, the problem I have with that shot is it's the blood doesn't immediately come out, and it's like, uh, that would have been out. I need the fucking... I need the cable thing from fucking Deadpool 2, man, so I can go back and wreck on this shit. <laughs> Wayne's death originally featured him being electrocuted for a few seconds longer. Eh. Bad. Eh. The that was full, long enough. <laughs> the full version of Miles' death scene actually saw him land on the spikes rather than just showing the aftermath as we see in the R-rated version. I I did like that one. We got something better though in Jason X, so. Oh yeah, the corkscrew. And finally, oh, yeah. when Jason kills the first gangbanger, the uncut print featured Jason's hand and the needle going all the way through the gangbanger's body. There you go. As it should have. So there you go. It's just like a fucking punch. The needle was just there for fun. See, see, but here, <laughs> this is. But here's the weird thing. I I know I said before these kills were underwhelming. To me, they still are. And they all got cut, yet the ones in part seven were not underwhelming. They just got cut. Right. I don't know, man. I feel like if these didn't get cut, though, these would be fucking awesome. They would be definitely, like, right there. They would be right there with those. In like, terms Guitar of- Kill sounds already cool and looked, you know, like the idea of it's cool. Just need a little bit more. The The girl in the beginning with the spear, like, I feel like that's one of the better kills anyways, just because of, like, the tenseness of the scene. That for me, that took way too fucking long. It's like the slowest death ever. I know, but that's why I liked it. Yeah, because he like fuck like dude like anybody else like he was just like man, but he, like he that's like fucking with her at that point. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's just doing I, it on purpose. I like it, but he I can also be fast. Scoobs on it. Like, I mean, yeah. if we got the version that Chad Daddy mentioned, that would have been that much more crazy. But well, yeah, I'm kind of wondering though when it showed them on the boat and when they resurrect Jason. Mm-hmm. Was like Camp Crystal Lake still in use because it's had power. it looked like it. The fucking lights were on and yeah. shit, dude. And yeah. clearly, this is this is where I'm wondering. They that power line must have been ran pre part seven because his body was on top of it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But it looked oh. it looked way too new to have been there a while, right? Which also Ooh. was question one more point about that the anchor of the boat sets that off wouldn't it uh have fried the boat well why was the anchor why was the anchor moving so much but the boat was just like i'm steady as rock yeah yeah it was and then the fucking anchor sets off that thing to electrocute him i'm like dude that boat would have been fried honestly i think i don't think the anchor could have done that because those things have a thick yeah on them that and too. it wasn't even the anchor. It was like the anchor pulling it against the rock. So like the rock fucking did it, which is even more bullshit. And on top of that, just like, what was the round table discussion of how to bring Jason back? They're like, yo man, we did the electricity in part six. So why don't we just do that again? Like, no man, that's just lazy as fuck. 
I don't See, know. See, if we if we had the original ending to part seven, we wouldn't have had to do that. Where he actually got up from the lake and got the guy in the fishing boat and was like, oh, he is still alive. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, just bringing him back with electricity again is just like, eh. Eh. I don't know. Eh. If I want to see a power line underwater scene, I want to watch Jaws. <laughs> yes. So. <clears throat> and everybody knows that. All right. Anything else, Chad, Daddy? That's it, buddy. That's it? All righty. What, uh, what do we got here, Brody? When the bitch gets ragdolled on stage. Oh, that is a – okay, I forgot. Shit. That's also a good kill. Eh. Eh. He Wait. strangled her. I, I could care less. That... Oh, on the dance scene? I, no, yeah, I, I liked it because he literally just threw her down because Kane's like, I had to throw her down. Like, he looked at her and says, you can't that was, fall, by the way. That like, was like the – that was like when you know he morphs. Like that's the instantaneously like, all right, he's really doing this shit at this point. But I don't know. I like that scene, just how it was shot. It was disorienting, for sure. Yeah, but it was kind of a meek kill because it was just. A, it's like when you're playing the game and you don't mean to accidentally hit the choke, but you do, and you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> god damn it, yep. god damn it! I wanted to bend like, you over Fah. and fucking hit you with an axe, like. Just do the little fucking. Or I want to use the out. door to smash your face in. Yeah, it's not cool. Nope. I wonder if, I wonder if Texas Chainsaw has environmental kills like you have in that one. This week, baby. Can't fuck Yo, Friday, I'm going to buy it, baby. Man, if you only had an Xbox and Game Pass, you could just have it. <laughs> I'm going to have to renew my fucking Game Pass so I can play it on my computer. No, I'm going to buy that shit because I want to go get it and be like. <laughs> All right, bromosexuals, what format did we watch this on? Scream Factory. Scream Factory. So my kid fucked me, and he took the PlayStation out of the room. Mm. I told him to put it back, and he didn't put it back, so I had to watch it today at work. Only problem with that is Amazon, for some reason, wasn't accepting my card, so I couldn't watch it on Prime Video, so I had to rent it on YouTube. Oh, really? Wow, that's... Yeah. Hmm. But you watched it on your phone or your computer? Mm Mm-hmm. Phone? Shitty. Not that I needed to fucking watch it. I've seen. Oh, none of us needed to watch it, but you know, you still want to watch it. Uh yeah, I watched my digital version that I have, which is the HDX. So, right on. Good to go. All right, douche of the film. The uncle. Is he? I would give it to the blonde girl. I'm gonna go her, dude. I'm gonna agree with you, Daddy. She was. Oh yeah, true. We talking about? I'm going with both. She was a cunt. At the same time, she still did offer drugs, which usually doesn't happen. Like, dare lies about that. Most people don't fucking, you know what I mean? Uncle Charles can suck a fat one. All right, so it's two for two. Split. Two for Uncle Charles and two for Blondie. Uh, yeah. I, I also liked how, though, Uncle Charles was always like, yeah, you could have done this better. And it's like, yo, motherfucker, next time get over here and do it and shut your goddamn mouth. Cunty McQueen. All right. Favorite kill. Oh, the head punch! Uh, head punch! Yeah. Rooftop boxing! That is the most the rooftop boxing massacre. That is the most memorable. I can, you you, you kind of have to get I, to that. I actually am agreeing with Gene on this one. I'm gonna go with Sonorock, dude. That is my number two. That I was, was always say, one yeah, that stuck out with two. me, and it always makes I'm like the burn, like just ah, mm-hmm. he's so hot. Oh, because that's not and an instant. That's, that's not an instant death. You know what I mean, like. That's just, ugh. All right. 
best scene? Disco okay, scene when he kills the girl because oh. of because of how um how it's shot. Oh, I didn't even write anything down for best scene. Fuck. Best scene. That's funny because I don't even write down my answers. I just come up with them on the fly. I, I usually don't either, but I did today because I was writing other shit down too. Uh, for me, I, I I gotta go with best scene for me is when he walks through, uh, kicks the fucking stereo boombox. Yeah, yeah. He turns on and shows his face like, scene. yo, it's cool. I've always loved that scene. I like it, but goddamn, it is cheesy. It's cheesy, uh, but that's why I love it because it's so unorthodox for Jason to do that. Yeah, honestly, even I he like didn't I'm like the shitty music. Sorry, I feel like I'm gonna add to that, and I just like Jason finally walking through Manhattan. I was like, all right, we're finally fucking here. Let's do this shit. And when he stands uh, there, he don't do shit. When he realizes he's, he's in fucking, fucking Times Time Square. Square. I love it. He looks around. He's like, fuck what this. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, I'm going to go with the scene where he fucking sees the giant hockey player on the billboard. That was that was my number two right there. That's I like that because That's also equally cheesy, not even thinking awesome. about it when I did when I did a. Um, I did an appearance as, as part three, Jason, for Friday 13th, part three, when they showed it at Alamo Draft House. And I kind of did the same thing looking at the fucking digital poster that they had there for part three. <laughs> nice. Not remembering that that's what it was. All right. Bob, did you get best scene? You said dance I said hall, the, right? the, the, the dance hall scene. Okay. You know, that kind of that reminds me of uh, a certain versus Jason watching a costume contest two years ago. <laughs> I was just in my own world, man. <laughs> Everybody else was just NPCs to me at that point. I'm just fucking. <laughs> There's just something so hilarious about that picture. Because you know, I like I'm just like Homer or fucking Peter at that point. You know, there's just like cartoons playing in my fucking head while there's like supposed to be paying attention going on. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> yeah, right. It's just black and white, like. <laughs> you know, it's like whistling happy dixie fucking oh cartoons God. dude all right um worst moment or scene well now jason transforming back into the kid yeah agreed <sighs> that was pretty bad because it makes absolutely no fucking that was sense pretty stupid honestly i almost kind of want to say any scenes with the kids though because it just pissed me off that they couldn't pick a fucking variation of child jason Okay, That's I what think, I'm gonna go with. Any kid I, scene with child Jason. I think for I think part of the explanation for that is like when you see him and he's just normal, right? That is the person telling it. That's like how they thought of Jason, that, like how they thought he would look like. Because okay. as the story gets told over and over again, it probably got lost. He was stuff. yeah, yeah, it probably, yeah got, sure. it probably got changed, and you know the whole thing of him being a disfigured is probably forgotten at some point. Bro, that would now, Chad Daddy. You with that idea could make a million dollar fucking Friday Thirteenth idea, dude. Could you imagine just starting the image of just like people telling the J? So you have people around the campfire, part two style, telling their versions of how they've heard Jason, but then you actually get to see it acted out. So you could almost see every different variation of all the Jasons doing their fucking thing. And they're like, well, I heard he's just a guy with a fucking sack in the goddamn woods on his fucking head. <laughs> that makes then, me think. Of, that makes me think of that old Batman the animated series episode where it's all the villains sitting around telling stories of how they all. Oh got- yeah, 
One hundred percent. It's a Rick and Morty episode like that too. One hundred percent. That's exactly what I was thinking of when but you said that. But it'd be cool though, because like you can be like, nah, man, I heard he was this human dude with a fucking hockey mask, but he's just huge and hulking. It's like, no, man, no, nah, man, I heard, I heard he's he was a zombie guy. Dude. Like, yeah, nah, I heard he was just some guy who heard about Jason and dressed up as. Right? Jason. That's I heard actually some fucking really ambulance ridiculous. driver and like. Yeah, I heard that someone That'd ate his heart and cool. became. Jason. I don't know. I don't know. That would be. Yeah. I heard he got lost in space. Right, dude. I heard he faced some guy named Freddy with some finger shit. Thirteen kids. Wait, wait, wait. What's brother's name? Thirteen kids telling thirteen, 13 kids stories. Thirteen stories. Bro, I think that would be cool. Get behind that. Fuck. That yeah. would be fun. And then, oh my god. The first person telling like, stories like no, 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 no. It's like, are you afraid kid. of the dark? And it's like, no, no, no. He, about... It was his mother killing, and then oh, that's not what I heard. Yeah, I like that. But some I heard. Of them I heard he went like to really Manhattan. Sc- some of them would be really scary. And like one of them would have to be kind of funny a little bit. You know what and I mean? Animated. Like, yeah. Funny Cause like and animated. Because there's going to be some doofer in the group like myself who's just going to be over embellishing on it. And it, you know what I mean? It's going to be ridiculous. Or some oh, Gene, you don't know what Are You Afraid of the Dark is? No, no, no. I think he's just quoting I think he's just. Oh. Yeah. Trust but me. Yes. But but absolutely. I, yes. I just, I just thought of something to tell you guys. I, I did forget to tell you. Um, so while, while the wife and kids were away like every night i would go to sleep and i would just turn on the fucking godzilla channel on pluto to fall asleep watching awesome. that. so the one night i ended up staying up really late and not getting much sleep because fucking godzilla final wars was on and it was just getting to the good parts where he's fighting like each individual monster I'm like that's where you're trying to sleep and then you just keep one eye open and you're like, yeah <laughs> like i had to turn it off because i was getting too interested. five minutes later you s- somehow found a bag of chips you're just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a bro all right um so did the opening scene hook us in they just gave us a no. montage of new york so it showed, it showed us all the places people were gonna no, die. not really it didn't hook me in I'm gonna say yes for me, but I also think it was partially due to the song too. So because like I was, it is a it is a good song. Yeah, man, like it just hooks me right in. I'm like, all right, I'm like getting into this. But the, the song isn't the song isn't as catchy without the opening narration too. No, you definitely need that. And that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like the opening works for me, so I'm gonna say yes. I I have I have the soundtrack. Yeah, this would be a good it, soundtrack. It, ha- it has sure. the song. It has the song, but it doesn't have the the, the voiceover. Mm, okay. Were they trying to go with the part seven kind of like intro vibe? Because I feel like he was kind of doing that same voice almost. Just that, yes like, and no, but it was really just no. a radio DJ talking. It was literally a radio DJ talking about New York City, though. Yeah, it's true. It just happened. Yeah. Wolfman Jack. No. Uh, all right. Yeah. So what do we got? Most attractive character. Rennie. Yeah, I'm going to go with her. I've always thought she was really I loved cute. her hair. Her, her poofy hair. I loved her eyes. Yeah. What was the? She had like these. She had like these sad eyes, but they're like this really nice green too. And you couldn't tell under that vest, but there were some nice boobies under there. What was the uh, girl that died in the dance hall? Um, the, the Asian yeah. Kelly Hugh. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly Hugh. She's hot. She's hotter now. Uh, Lady Deathstrike. I'm I'm she was hot in fucking Scorpion King. Wait a minute. Like so, well, oh, I, I'm I'm going no. with her too. Yeah. Well, I She's just fucking voicing uh, characters in MK1. Oh, nice. I forget because you, yeah. I think she's Lean A. Really? I don't quote me on it, but I feel. No, I'm, I'm going to look that you. shit up. I'm going to look it up now. Anyways. All right. So, everybody got I most think, I think. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, I think she's doing a 
character in uh, the Johnny Cage animated movie, too. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That could be. Maybe when I, when I pulled up her bio, the the uh, preview for that was on there. Bro, I fucking need that to drop. I wonder <laughs> if it already has. I don't think. <sighs> I need it so bad. I'll just I'm gonna buy that and Snowblind at the same time, just because I've never bought Snowblind, so I can have a full fucking like two hours of those shits. Snowblind right. is very different movie than what i was expecting bro i'm assuming this johnny cage is going to be way off the fucking that is going to be it's just going to be 90s cheese all throughout it yeah with gilbert godfried <laughs> fucking rest in the soul fucking a bro all right um did the score set the mood uh, it's not manfredini so it's not as good. yeah it's not yeah it's not really like at least in part seven we still got some of the original Friday yeah, score. dude, but the score in part seven is like, I love the score in part seven. Yeah, it's so, so much more like meaner. Be. It's better than yeah, this one. It just, yeah, this one didn't feel very Friday the 13-ish. Soundtrack, though, I enjoyed for the sure. songs, yeah. Yeah, soundtrack yes. was good. But score, man. Okay, so best song? The Darker Side Whatever of the Whatever the night. openings. Yeah, Open? Darker Side of the Night. I don't know. I like that, but I like the guitar riff that JJ was playing, too. Okay. The song that she was riffing to, and that's that's also yeah. on the soundtrack, by the way. Nice. Okay, favorite character, Jason. Yeah, I can't. Nobody else appeals to me other than Jason. So yeah, Jason. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the fucking diner waitress. Walking that is a New typical York. New Yorker, right there. <laughs> yeah, I just love you don't understand. There's a maniac trying to kill us. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. <laughs> I just. That always got me. That was in the previews and everything. I'm going to give it to her. She was the only mm. really likable one, I guess. She was like one of the only townies that we actually got. Usually we get a few of them. You know what I mean? That's also the director's sister, by the way. Oh, I was nice. disappointed we didn't get a, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> Favorite characters. I'm going to go with the cheesy gang members. In Times Square. All right. Look, dead meat slide back. Just because I feel like it's such a memorable part of the movie, dude. Just even as cheesy yeah. as it is. Oh Gene my God, Mr. Gallo, what is going on? Oh man? my God, Joe. Joe. Hi, Joe. A little late to the party. I was almost going to say Ken, Ken Kurtzinger, but like, what well, man, when he took that mirror, just fucking. <laughs> All right. Uh, was it scary? Not no. really. No. The dog is does it hold up today? I guess. Eh. Uh, it's questionable. You know what? Like, this is not one where I'm like, man, I am really hankering to watch part eight. But if I've been watching them as I'm we have been, it's going to be in the series. Like, it has to be. You know, or, what I mean? or if you're like in the mood and you're like, I really want to watch a Jason movie, but I've watched the others a lot lately. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. True. I don't know, man, because then that's where I'll start jumping around. I'll like, I'll do like two, and then maybe like the remake, and then I'll go to like four. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Throw an X. I, I am still, I'm still seriously considering skipping verses and throwing the remake on at the end of the year. I understand why you'd want to do verses though, because I, like you said, you gotta get the Freddy ones out first before yeah. you do the crossover. Yeah, I said we do all the Freddies. That would make sense. Like, man, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to do it, but I do understand. The reason of obviously yeah i agree with that too i'll I'll email uh, or i'll message fucking monica on instagram and see if she'll jump on with us yeah all right oh i already have see if she'll join us or just message her 
<laughs> I just want you to hop on. I sent her. I sent her the pictures of, of me and Chad. Did you really? I did. That's great. Awesome. Did she even see still- She hearted. She hearted my message. Awesome. Oh. All right, boys. Uh, how was the acting in this film? It was all right. Uh, it wasn't bad. See. The girl. The girl that died at the beginning. Those was. It, she was shitty. Yeah. did what it needed to do. Yeah, but she was cute. She was cute. She was, she was. cute. She was. The only reason I didn't pick her as hottest girl is because she reminds me of my first ex-wife's sister. And? No. Oh. Uh, well, if she looks like that, I would say I'm not seeing the problem, but. <laughs> <laughs> the way that Steve just goes, no. She must be a cunting the queen. Hey. Either that or she tried to come on to Steve and he was like, no, miss. Ah! Oh! Confirmed or denied. Uh, I knew exactly where that was going, dude. Uh huh. All right. Um. Anyways, <laughs> do you boys like the cinematography? It was actually pretty decent. Yeah, they did get some really good shots. The headshot was, was pretty dope that Brody brought up when he got punched off. So that was pretty sweet. And the thank shot, you to whoever I think it was Rich that mentioned because I was thinking Killer Clowns as well. The sh- <laughs> yeah, the shot, I always, always the yes. shot where Jason sees the uh, the the goal and he turns around that was framed particularly nice. Oh, okay, yeah, mascot mask yeah. scene for sure. The, um, well, the the disco scene where he kills Kelly Hugh, I that like how cool. that was just played out. That was nice. Even the coloring in the when he first gets on the fr- with the first two kills. And you're just getting that coloring off the lake, dude. Like, I think he looked badass. Comment. All right, let me throw Brody. this up here because I'm just going to read it out to everybody so they can all see it here. Plot twist. <laughs> the lead in this film became a chunky from the heroin dose. Had a daughter and ended up being my, oh my Jesus. Session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God damn it. All right. Read wow. ahead. You know he always reads what's on the prompter. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yourself, San Diego. All right. Uh, did we like the premise? You know yeah, what? Yeah, we did. Dude. The premise was, was cool. The executed. idea, the execution sucked, Dick. Hundred percent, and not in the good way. Hundred percent, dude. Fuck you, Paramount. Sucked you right out of a host. Right out of a host. Was the climax satisfying? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was stupid. No, toxic Fuck waste. Please. Yeah, toxic Melt waste, the and then melting the little kid, Jason, somehow. Okay, cool. That's how you get all your years back, ladies. Yeah, toxic waste. <laughs> Take a dive. Fucking A, man. All right, boys. We we are on the R's. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? I'm still going to rewind it. I'm going to rewind it, but man, if there was some way you could actually give me the kills that Chad Daddy explained and actually so we could see them in completion. So recut. Yeah. Recut would be fine. Ooh. I mean, the deleted That'd scenes that are on the Blu-ray aren't they're not horrible quality. It's not like I know part I seven. Them. No, they're in not in there. No, I want them in. Just give me it all. He wants it in there. That's right. I guess I rewind. Not just a tip. You know you're going to rewind it because if you start fucking watching the goddamn whole thing, you're going to end up watching it regardless. I know. Goddamn it. <laughs> I know. Like I'm going to do the same. You know if you're going to if you're starting it from the first one and you're going through marathoning, you're not skipping any of. Them. Well, yeah, you're not going to skip it. No. But... <sighs> it's fair. It's fair. You know. This may be one of the least favorite out of the entire series. I can understand that. You're wearing the hats. I don't like. Uh, yeah, but the I hats like dope. One. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's a fucking Jason hat. I love. I love the premise. 
it's just not the execution was just not it's yeah it's there for me there's no but, Manhattan but it's also like I don't really like part one part two's kind of eh for me also <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I'm just saying I don't like part two that much Fuck off. part two is the best part two is a better number it's one. one of the best it's one of the best Part two is a better number one, in my opinion. I just don't like Redneck Jason. Oh, see, I do. I and don't you don't know. like the remake. Yeah, but he wasn't really Redneck. That dude he wasn't was really that Redneck. Was like, that was Trapper. Jason. That was like John. That was like Jason, Jason meets two. Rambo. Jason in fucking part two's like, <laughs> like he belongs to the Hills Have Eyes family. A wrong turn family. Yeah, I can see the wrong turn. Yeah, yeah, okay. The wrong turn actually makes a lot more sense with that look. All right, boys, let's fucking rate this bitch. We're getting up close to two. So, Brody started the bar high with a four point deuce. Bob, you got it. (laughs) Be honest with yourself, Bob. Be honest. Yeah, I will be. Um, 2.5. Oh, wow. You're way higher than I expected you to go. I I figured you're giving a 1.5, honestly. I figured it was on the one. I was ready. The way you just go, Bob, I don't know why I just had to fucking laugh. You're good. I'm like, honestly, way higher than I expected you to give the way you've been throwing. Uh, Scuba. I'm going to give it a 2.8. 2.8 for part eight. Yeah, daddy. Mm. Be honest with yourself, Chad, daddy. 3.2. Three point ambiguously ambiguous. Now, I'm actually going to agree with Scoobs because that's where I was. A two point eight for part eight. So, um, still bothers me that we didn't know where the dog went, poo poo and pee pee. <laughs> that's where he <laughs> took oh, off he at the end in the third act because he's like, he's I've holding, been holding it. I've been holding it this whole time, <laughs> motherfucker. That's why he's been gone the whole time. <laughs> Poor Toby. All right. So for 1989's Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. The Gormore score is 3.1. All right. I was pretty close. So, yeah. Not, uh, okay, not, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Still might be the lowest so far, though. Did no, you... I think the first one was. Was the first one still the lowest? Let me look. You're fine. It might be. I didn't know how. It could have been that or three. I wasn't sure. Three was a three point five. Okay. So this is two point one. Are you playing ambient music? <laughs> I'm like, I hear shit. What is going on? Friday the thirteenth, two point nine. Oh wow, the first one still takes the lowest. Okay. But it's ambiguously ambiguous. Mm. All right. So three point one once again for part eight. Chad Daddy. Does this end our undead? Yes. Yes, because next week. We get it with a Bobby pick. It is the nest, which I think is about killer cockroaches, but I have no idea. The nest. yeah, no, exactly. It's killer cockroaches. Ooh, we're gonna get the heebie-jeebies. The nest, nineteen eighty-eight. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. Let's see where we can catch this bitch. Oh shit! It's on our favorite fucking streaming site, Tubi. Tubi. Yeah. It's also on Plex, on- whatever the fuck that is, and Roku. I think that. it's on Shutter yeah, too. Another so. free one. Yeah. Speaking of Tubi, did you guys see how Tubi has live TV now? I did. No. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we saw it. Tubi is just fucking. How are they going to keep doing this for free? I I don't. I don't, know. I don't give a shit. I'm fine with it. Rich, fuck yeah, bud. Thanks for joining us, homie. Absolutely. Brody, you are not wrong. 
Yeah. All right, so the nest, I have never seen that. So I have never seen it, and unfortunately, I won't be here to review it. We are, oh. meeting, we are meeting Harper's kindergarten teacher that night. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Um, sweet. Well, we'll have to uh, maybe we can get Brody out. We'll see what Brody's doing. I'll still try to send you a score and everything. So Yeah, actually, that'd be awesome, dude. Um. All right, so check out the nest on Tubi. Join us next week. Uh, but you boys, I got nothing nerdy. I got oh, well, the only thing I have is that there is a Ninja Turtles uh, game coming in called Oh, the Last Ronin one. Ronin, yes, yeah, I saw that. That is going to be an awesome game. The story, hopefully, is from the comic. You know, I hope they just rip it straight out. That's going to be fucking epic. It's supposed to be a mature rated game too, isn't it? It's going to be sad. It's going to be sad watching Mikey go through all that Fucking shit. Fucking right, bro. Um, On the good news also, for all you horror fans, we've already mentioned it, but uh, stay tuned at the end of this week, man. Get on your consoles, your systems, or your PCs. Get a little uh, Texas action, a little Texas Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Drop it out. 3v4, I believe. Four survivors, yes. three killers. Yes. We got some new family members that we've never seen before that they've just introduced for this game. Yeah, I might wait a couple weeks to get it. Let me get a little bit of money saved up. I'm going Friday. There's a, I know there's a new sister and a new brother, but I'm excited. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun. I honestly like. I'm interested to see like if how like Chop Top fights in it it's like leatherface you know how he's gonna fight you know what i mean he's gonna be the brawler he's gonna run at you yeah. like a fucking hanger right like dude that's what i'm saying like i want to get the fucking hanger and attack motherfuckers get your little switchblade as the fucking hitchhiker but uh alrighty, boys well i think that that's it bob you want to yeah, start us i don't off? have i don't have too much but yeah so since there's not this is your killing machine bobby Moan saying we'll see you next week for the nest yeah as always, I'm your host with the Ghost Prince of the Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, the Ghost Daddy himself, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying, see you next week, baby. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, saying, I'll see you motherfuckers in two weeks, bitches. Yeah. And I am your not-so-mean, fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us for this episode. Uh, we, love to ha- we love having you guys always in the comments. Share. Thank you for sharing. Share again if you yes, can. Please. Audio will be out in a couple days. And uh, yeah, watch the nest. Join us next week. And remember to stay fresh, cheese bags. Jason's penis. Jason Dick. <laughs> Ew, waterlogged.